We now begin the ninth parak of Maseches Nazir. This is parak test Mishnah Aleph nine one, and the Mishnah tar- starts to discuss the various categories of people who may be or may not be obligated in Naziris should they commit to be a Nazir. So the first part of the Mishnah says, "Hagoyim einhem Naziris." There's no applicability to a non-Jew who says "Harini Nazir" or accepts be a Nazir. Now, of course the non-Jews are limited in the number of mitzvahs they have, and so on. And according to some, like the Rambam, they could do certain mitzvahs, and they shouldn't be stopped, like we see in Halachas Malachim, Perak Yod, Halacha Yod. But um, when it comes to bringing karbonos, definitely the halacha is that a non-Jew can consecrate an ola, um, using the power of nether, making, you know, and and, and then that Nidra Hektish can be fulfilled by bringing the Ola by the, in the base of Mikdash. So there's reason to think that just as our Nadarim for Nidra Isser are built on the power to make Nidra Hektish, to consecrate animals, um, we can restrict other things as well. So we think by extension then perhaps also to Naziris, but the answer is no. Naziris is a special package deal um, that's offered to Jews. We saw in the beginning of the Masech that it's, it's Dafka, like treated as a package deal, if you will. If you're in for part, you're in for all. Um, but um, although there might be something meritorious for a Gentile behaving like a Jew in certain ways, um, this just isn't a meaningful thing. For them to say I'm a Nazir, it doesn't bind them. So although it might be the right thing to do when a Gentile might get some kind of reward for saying, you know, making a commitment to do something and then carrying out his commitment, the commitment to be a Nazir just simply isn't binding, and therefore there's nothing wrong with a person saying I should be a Nazir and then drinking wine a minute later. Now, those are non-Jews. Now we're talking about um, Nashim v'Avadim, women and slaves. Now, when Nashim and Avadim are paired together, so the kind of Evid we're talking about here is an Evid Kanani, that is, say, a person who was born as a non-Jew, but is now, like, I'll call it a quasi-Jew, and as much as they've already gone to the mikvah, if it's a man, he's already had bris milah, um, and he's sort of, like, committed to, the, I'll call it the Jewish way of life. And the rule is that Avadim, these... Um, are obligated mitzvahs just as much as women, Jewish women are, um, which basically means they don't do mitzvahs asesh as mangrama, mitzvahs that are, you know, prompted by time, the lapse of time, and time specific time events, um, and other things as well. There are eight other ones as well, how the women are exempt from, and, and avadim the same. So one would think as sort of a baseline that if women are exempt, then avadim are exempt. If women are obligated, avadim are obligated. The point of our Mishnah here is going to be, as the Mishnah plays itself out, that although they're pretty similar, there's some differences that apply to sometimes more strict for women, sometimes more strict for Avadim. And um, and more than that, as we'll see in a second, they're, 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 the nature of their obligations is actually fundamentally quite different. And the Mishnah, then, since that's rather peculiar to have a discrepancy between the halachas they apply to, to women and Avadim, so the Mishnah will speak this all out. Now, the reason how this came to be, that there's a sort of strange... Um, mismatch in the lachas vadim and nashim is because, for starters, the parsha in the Torah that talks about nazirus, so it specifically says women are obligated, but then it sort of implies that it's only Jewish people and not non-Jews. Um, the pasuk says, "Daberel bnei Yisrael, speak to the children of Israel, v'martaleim, and say to them." Isha, Isha, a man or a woman, kiyafli lindor neder nazir, when they commit to becoming a nazir. So you see, women are included. You see, it's bnei Yisrael, Jews specifically. That's the reason why in the previous sentence of the Mishnah, Gentiles were excluded. Um, but now, 
women are in. So that would sort of, I'll call it a baseline, make you think that Avadim are in as well. The problem is, um, the starting point is that when it comes to Nadarim in general, not Nazira specifically, but Nadarim in general, an Evid Kanani, a slave, is not able to um, really affect Nadarim, that restricts him in any way. Um, this is based on a separate Pasuk. The Pasuk says, Ish Kidor Nedar Lashem, when a man should vow something to, to Hashem. Le'esor Israel Nafsho, to restrict himself in some way, but the word is Le'esor Israel Al Nafsho, on his person, on his soul, so that is understood to be Miyutar, it's extra words, this Al Nafsho part of it. Lo Yachel Devaro, that's the Pasuk ends, that's the mitzvah to not profane one's word. But the Al Nafsho on his person is understood by Chazal, that Pasuk is, is darsh and understood to mean that only people who have a Kenyan Nafsho, who are autonomous, they own themselves, they have all the rights in their personhood, if you will, um, are able to restrict themselves with Nadarm. And since an Evid Kanani is actually owned by his master, so he doesn't have a Kenyan Nafsho, and therefore he's unable to effect Nadarm that apply to him personally, that would restrict him. Which means, if it if an Evid just says, you know, I, whatever, for whatever reason that motivates him, I'm committing not to eat meat on Tuesdays, period. That's his nether. He takes the nether as such, even if it's because he wants to get close to Hashem, whatever it is, makes no difference. He's simply not bound. It's not effective. He's not able to restrict himself from the Dharm because Al Nafsho are only people who have full dominion over their nefesh, their personhood, which a slave doesn't. Now, we have a hekesh that connects Nadarim to Naziris, because the Pasuk really went out of its way. The Pasuk I read to you before, I'll read to you again now, to say in the Parsha talking about people committing to be a Nazir, so it the 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 Pasuk connects Naziris to Nadarim. It says, Nadir so you see that it didn't just say to commit to be a Nazir, but like a Nedir Nazir, that Naziris is connected to a Nadarim. And therefore, um, they're connected, which would then also tell you that just as a non, as excuse me, just as an Evid Kanani can't bind himself with Nadarim in general, he shouldn't be able to bind himself with Naziris either. Okay. Now, the problem is that Chazal understood that there's a, Reboy, there's an extra learning. Something comes in the pasuk when it says, "Dabrel bnei Yisrael va'amartaleim." Speak to the Jewish people and say to them, "The va'amartaleim and say to them is superfluous," from which it's understood that that comes to add the va'amartaleim comes to add evid kananim and evid kanani, and that being the case, although an evid kanani is exempt not applicable to Nadarim in general, he does have some kind of applicability from Nazirus, um, to Nazirus. And yet, the principle sort of still applies that since he doesn't own himself outright, there's an override, like a some kind of, I don't call it a veto power, but like an overriding prince, power, authority that his master has. Okay? So, that means, as we'll see in the mission in a moment, that although the Evikani is bound by his commitment to be a Nazir because that extra words of Amartaleim, the owner of him still has authority to say, well, not now, not today, and to be mocha, to, to object to it in any given circumstance or every given circumstance. 
Um, but that's not quite the same as canceling it. And that's what the Mishnah is going to come to say here. It's going to say here now that Chomer Benashim Miba Avadim, in some ways, the halachas as they, of Naziris, as they apply to women, are more restrictive, more binding, more chamur than as they apply to slaves. Shu kofa es avdo ve'eno kofa es ishto. Because um, a woman can't be forced by her husband to drink wine or cut her hair. He has no authority over her, so therefore she's more strictly bound by it. In contrast, the slave um, has like this, the, the owner can override his commitment and say, I don't, the owner can say, I don't care that you said you're a nazir. I'm not having you have lice in my backyard, cut your hair. I'm not having you be thirsty and be weak on the job. Go drink wine. So the owner can override it. And therefore you see women are sort of more bound because there's no override button, if you will. However, there's a flip side. There's a, a, a certain ways in which the strictures as they apply with regard to an Evid being a Nazir are more demanding, more binding, more strict than those of uh, that by the woman. Shahu may fear Nidre Ishto, Veinu may fear Nidre Avdo, because the parsha of Hafaras Nadarim, the husband's ability to cancel his wife's Nadarim, um, because of the Hekesh that connects Nadarim to Nazirus, enables the husband also to be Mayfair to cancel his wife's Nazirus commitment altogether. So on the day that the husband hears about it, on that day, he can say, no, I'm not having him being an, a, a, a Nazira, nothing doing, it's Mufar, it's canceled, and then it's totally gone forever. So that's radically different, right? Because when it comes to the the, the override, the macha, the objection that the owner can have over his servant, it's an ad hoc, like case by case, even if it's every case, but it's each individual case. But in the big picture, the the um, the Nazir commitment still binds the Evid, if someone has authority to override that. When it comes to the woman, once her Naziris is uh, Mufar, once it's been Hufar, it's been um, cancelled, so then she simply isn't a Nazira anymore. Now, I'll remind you that, we learned in the Dharam, that the husband has the authority to cancel his wife's vows in one of two ways. He can pull two cards, so to speak. Either the Inu Nefesh card, he can say, listen, I'm not, you're not, I'm not allowed not to self-afflict yourself, and then he can cancel her Nadarm. Or he can pull the Beno Levena card, the between him and her relationship card that says, listen, that Nether undermines or gets in the way of our relationship, and therefore I object to it, and therefore he can cancel it. Um, if a woman takes on a Nether which doesn't implicate either of those two things, neither some sort of self-abnegation, Inu Nefesh, um, nor Beno Levena, doesn't mess up the relationship in some way, she just says, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not wearing, I'm not, whatever, it doesn't make a difference. So then she says another commitment besides that. So then um, he has no authority to cancel her, her, the Dharm. And there's a very big difference between which card he plays, so to speak. If he plays the Inu Nefesh card and says, no, I'm not having you be afflicted. So then the cancellation is a full cancellation and then it's, it's gone. Whereas if he pulls the Bein Levinah card, it says that messes up a relationship, so I'm objecting to it and canceling your neder. Really, it's just a stay on her neder. But up in heaven, so to speak, the neder is still lurking, just not binding now. But in the event, let's say he divorces her, so then, so now the relationship no longer exists, so then the neder would kick back in again. Okay? And she'd once again be bound by her neder. So since Nazirus is an Inui Nefesh, it's an Inui, it's committing not to drink, 
wine, which is like, you know, the equivalent of our not drinking water. It's like the basic thing they drank then. So he could say, no, I'm not having white be thirsty, and he can object to it. And it's when it's the cancellation, it's a permanent cancellation. Um, and that's the Mishnah says here. Hey for le ishto, hey for olamis. If he cancels his wife's Naziris, it's permanently canceled. But hey for avdo, if he cancels, quote unquote, cancels his servants, his slaves, Naziris. Now the word here, hefer, really is a borrowed term. It's not a precise term because there is no way for an owner to really be mefer to cancel the slaves, Naziris. It's just a matter of being like micha of objecting, of you know, of saying overriding it. But whenever he overrides, even if he says I'm overriding it right now, I'm putting on notice. No, you're drinking wine every day. You're cutting your hair every day. Even so, it, he's still bound as a nazir, just as an override. And the difference, of course, would be yatel acherus if they go their separate ways. He, so to speak, gives a get shechur. He gives a get shechur, an emancipation, writ of emancipation, freeing his slaves. So now the slave is emancipated. So then mashlam naziroso. So now the obligation to be a nazir, which was sort of put in abeyance, now kicks back in, and the the evid, the emancipated slave, now has to fulfill his obligation to be a nazir. In contrast, a woman who had her naziris being hufar um, canceled. So when she gets divorced. No, she doesn't. She doesn't uh, become a Nazir again. That's a big difference. And you see, therefore, there's sort of a great stringency that applies to Avadim that doesn't apply to women when it comes to Nazirus. Now, the last part of the Mishnah wonders about the following point. What happens if an Evid runs away? So he isn't actually emancipated, and therefore um, he's sort of bound by his commitment. And let's just say hypothetically, let's just... Hypothetically, let's say that the owner had said up to now, you know, no, I'm not having any Evid of mine being a Nazir, they need to be, they you know, drink as much as they need so they have energy to work and so on. So while the master had the slave under his dominion, so he had sort of, let's say in perpetuity, pushed off the Nazir's commitment. But now the slave has run away. So now how would such a master relate to a slave who's run away? There are two possible ways of thinking about it. On the one hand, you might say, listen, this the master say, listen, the slave ran away, so he's a bad guy, he messed me up. I'm like, so what do I care now if he's thirsty? That's his problem. So that would suggest the owner would want the Naziris to kick in and not object to it anymore. On the other side of the coin, this the owner might say, listen, I'm, I'm anticipating finding my slave and getting him back. And when I get him back, I certainly want him to be in uh, in good shape so he can get back to work. So I wouldn't want him now, you know, being a Nazir and being weakened by it. No, I don't want that. I want to keep on drinking. So I'm objecting even, even though I don't have him in front of him, I'm still objecting to him being a Nazir. He has to drink even so. So what do we say? So the Mishnah says here, Avar mikneged panav. Literally, it's something like if he passed from in front of his face, but it means the Eved ran away. So now what is the din of the Eved who committed to be a Nazir, but his boss had been objecting to him fulfilling that nether up to now? Rabmeir lo yishta. Rabmeir says, so he cannot drink, meaning he's bound by his Naziris because he's no longer on the dominion of the, of the, uh, the owner. And what does the owner care now if, he, if he's thirsty? Not his problem. But Rabbi Yossi Omer Yishter, Rabbi Yossi says, no, he still must drink because since the owner is anticipating getting his slave back and he wants him in good shape when that happens, so he objects to the slave being a Nazir and carrying out the Nazir's commitment even though the slave has run away. And therefore, the slave is bound still by his, um, by his will of his owner and therefore he, he must continue to drink. He can't be a Nazir. Now, the halacha is like Rabbi Yossi in this last point here. Um, however, it's interesting. There's, there, there were shown him split over... Um, whether the Evid can or cannot drink. Uh, and the reason why is because there are two Gersos, the two versions of the Mishnah, which position Rabbi took. Did Rabbi Yossi say, um, 
Yishter lo yishter. Okay, so that will, I guess, wait to be resolved in the future one day, uh, perhaps. But in any case, halacha is like when Rameir and Yossi argue, it's almost always like Rameir and that would be true here as well.